Welcome to Terraria Tips, Tricks, and Tutorials. In this episode, we'll be talking about the best strategies to defeat the Brain of Cthulhu and the Eater of Worlds. The Brain of Cthulhu and the Eater of Worlds are evil exclusive bosses, meaning that you will only fight one of them in your world, depending on whether you have Crimson or Corruption. If your world is Corruption, then you'll be fighting the Eater of Worlds, which is a worm boss with individual segments that you must defeat. Or, if you have Crimson, you'll be fighting the Brain of Cthulhu, which is a brain that has lots of small creepers that will fly around and not hurt you. Firstly, let's talk about the Brain of Cthulhu. There are two ways to summon the Brain of Cthulhu. The first way to do it, and the way I personally try to do it, is to smash three Crimson Hearts in the Crimson Caves with either hammers or bombs. If you wish to summon the Brain this way, you must use bombs to get through the Crimson Stone Blocks, since the pickaxe that allows you to mine through them is only able to be crafted with post-brain materials. If this is the way that you wish to summon him, having good upward mobility through either grappling hook or rocket boots is always a good idea, so you can get out of the tender-like caves, at the end of which you will find the Crimson Hearts. The other way to spawn the brain is the crafting the bloody spine at a crimson altar. The bloody spine requires three, 30 vicious powder and 15 vertebrae. Using this at any time while in the crimson biome will consume the item and spawn the boss. If you have smashed all the crimson hearts in your world and have not been able to beat the brain yet, then this may be your only option to summon him. There are two places you can build the arena for this fight, either underground in the crimson caves or above ground where there's more room. In my personal experience, I often build an arena underground for summoning him by the crimson hearts method. This way, the arena is close to where I'm spawning him, and I can get to it quickly. And the event I need to spawn him with a bloody spine, I will just summon him in that arena. The major downside to having an arena here is the lack of room. Building an above-ground arena allows you to move large distances horizontally and vertically in the event you need to place distance between you and the boss. While underground, you just need to dodge with the limited space given to you. Now that you know your method of spawning him, and how you want to set up your arena, let's talk about the actual fight. The spawns, it will have 20 creepers that follow it and charge at you, knocking you around and dealing damage. These individual creepers have low health, which means that a good piercing weapon can clear them out quickly, like a whip or a diamond staff, or just as arrows with a bow. During this stage of the fight, it is best to keep moving around, because the creepers will charge at you, but moving out of the way constantly will make them charge at where you were, causing them to miss. As the number of creepers thins out and you kill them off, it will be easier to dodge them, and once you defeat all the creepers, the boss will enter into its second stage. The front part of the brain will appear to blow off, revealing a heart inside it, and while in the first stage of the fight the brain is invincible, during this part of the fight you can hit him. The brain is unique from other bosses in that during the second stage he will take knockback from your attacks, meaning that high damage single target attacks with good knockback are very good for the stage of the fight, something like a boomstick or a grass sword. During this stage of the fight, the brain will teleport around you, requiring you to have quick thinking and adjust where you are focusing on being hit. As after he teleports, he will attempt to ram into you and you must be able to dodge out of the way quickly. Good ways to dodge him are to drop down a platform or two so he goes over you, or to use your grappling hook to move quickly to the side. Dodge well enough and get good, enough good attacks in, and in no time you will have defeated the Brain of Cthulhu. If you are playing on an expert mode, however, there will be a couple changes to the Brain of Cthulhu. Number one, the Brain and his creepers will have 70% more health, so your dodging must be on its A game to get the hits and require to beat the boss. In addition to the health changes, the AI of the boss also changes slightly in its second form. As the health of the brain gets lower in its second form, three other mirror images of the boss will form around you, starting nearly transparent and becoming more and more indistinguishable from the real one. These illusions can make the real brain difficult to target and make it difficult to know which one to dodge away from, but having a minion such as the Flinks or Finch will always target the real one, and will tell you which one to target with your main attacks. If you are in expert mode, you will most likely have the Shield of Cthulhu equipped before the brain fight, and using it to dash in a direction when you don't know which brain to dodge away from can be helpful because if you dodge into the boss instead of away from it, then you will deal some damage to it, knock it back, and you will not take damage for yourself. 
After defeating the boss, the most important thing that the brain will drop for you is its tissue samples. With these tissue samples, you'll be able to craft a Deathbringer pickaxe, which allows you not only to mine through the tough Crimstone, but also allows you to mine through Hellstone and Hell, and mine a Hellforge, which will both be very important for preparing for future bosses. The tissue samples can also be used to make the Crimson set of armor, which is very good for those focusing on melee or ranged weapons. In expert mode, the brain will drop a brain of confusion, which will make your attacks have a chance to confuse enemies and will give you a 17% chance to completely dodge any given attack, which makes this item one of the best in the game. Now let's talk about the Eater of Worlds, the boss that you'll be fighting if you have corruption in your world. In a similar fashion to spawning the Brain of Cthulhu, you can summon the Eater of Worlds by smashing three shadow orbs, which can be found at the bottom of the corruption pits. These orbs can be smashed by a hammer or with bombs, but bombs must be used to get to the shadow orbs when summoning it for the first time, since the pickaxe required to mine through the Ebon Stone is only attainable after defeating the Eater of Worlds. Also similar to the Brain of Cthulhu, the alternative way to summon the Eater of Worlds is to use worm food, which is crafted at a demon altar with 30 bile powder and 15 rotten chunks. The areas in which you can build an arena are mostly similar, but have a few differences. You can set up an arena uh, in the corruption caves or above ground, but unlike the crypt, Crimson, the corruption entrances to the caves always go straight up, allowing you to easily go up them with rope or rocket boots. This fact makes any above-ground arena you build much more accessible after spawning the Eater by smashing shadow orbs than any above-ground arena built in the Crimson world, where you have to run all the way up the entrance to the Crimson Cave, which is long and winding. And due to this, I generally build an above-ground arena for the Eater worlds, especially in expert mode, which I'll talk about later. Once you have determined where your arena will be and how you will spawn the Eater worlds, let's talk about the actual fight. Unlike the Brain of Cthulhu, the Eater of Worlds only has one stage to his fight, but the nature of the fight will change as it goes on. When initially summoning the Eater of Worlds, it will be a multi-segmented worm with one head, many body segments, and one tail at the end. The worm will move around, trying to attack you head-on. It is important to note that getting hit with the head deals almost twice as much damage as getting hit with the body or tail segment, so avoiding the head is very important during this fight. As you kill off segments in the middle of the eater's body, the worm will split into two. As you kill off more segments, it will split into more pieces, giving you more worms that are coming after you that you have to dodge. Therefore, a good strategy is to go for the head of the worm, which is less defense than the other parts of the worm, and killing the head will simply shorten it, rather than split it into two. In expert mode, the worm not only moves faster and has more health, it will also shoot bile spit at you with all its segments. This means that having more mobility is key, as you'll have to dodge multiple projectiles all the time. Even though the Eater of Worlds shoots a spit faster above ground, I find that the extra mobility that I have from the open space makes an above ground arena more of a good idea for the expert mode Eater of Worlds. But it really comes down to personal preference there. If an above ground arena is not working for you, then you might have more luck trying a below ground one. Once you finally beat the Eater of Worlds, you'll find that much like the Brain of Cthulhu, the Eater of Worlds drops the item necessary for your next pickaxe, which are Shadow Scales. These can be used with demonite bars to make a nightmare pickaxe, which can mine even stone and hellstone. Much like tissue samples, these shadow scales can also be used for an armor set, which, like its crimson counterpart, is best for melee users, but ranged players may get some use out of it until after beating Skeletron. The expert mode drop for the Eater Worlds is similar to the Cthulhu drop, but instead of 17% chance to dodge, it's 17% flat damage reduction, making this also an incredibly good item. This information, in addition to what is covered in the Trio Wiki, should guide you on a path to victory against the world evil bosses. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Terraria Tips, Tricks, and Tutorials, and I'll see you next time.